On January 31st of this year, my husband Russ set a small platform feeder on the window outside my new home office. The first birds to show up at the feeder were, of course, chickadees, but I cheated. All I had to do was whistle to get them to fly in for mealworms. All was well until February 4th when a gray squirrel jumped into it from an overhang about two feet lower than the feeder and about four feet away horizontally, an especially tricky maneuver when the overhang was slippery with ice. But that was the only time I saw a squirrel in the feeder for a couple of months. But with spring, a couple of squirrels became adept at the long jump. It was irritating, but not enough for me to close down the feeder until spring migration was over. When I closed down the feeder at the start of June, my nesting chickadees could still catch my eye in my office and I'd open the window to give them mealworms. But the window feeder was otherwise left empty all summer. The few times I filled it this fall, a squirrel showed up within an hour. But with this year's amazing blue jay migration, I really, really wanted to get the window feeder going again. Neither Russ nor I could think of a single way to close off access to those squirrels. So I finally decided to try some bird seed laced with hot peppers. I used to counsel caution regarding bird food formulations with peppers. It seemed like anything that could burn our mouths and be such an irritant to our eyes had to be equally bad for birds, even if they lack the taste receptors to shun it. But I recently read about the evolution of peppers. Squirrels and other mammals chew fruits, breaking and grinding up the seeds, which damages rather than helps a pepper plant's chances of reproduction. Birds swallow chunks of fruits whole, so most of the seeds remain intact as they pass through the avian digestive system, and birds fly to many places over the course of a day, allowing them to plant those seeds over a large area. The bright colors of peppers evolved specifically to attract birds, and the pepper fruits turn out to be very nutritious for birds, keeping them coming back even as mammals steer clear. So on September 11th, I bought an expensive bag of what Wild Birds Unlimited calls Fiery Feast and put it in the feeder. Chickadees were the first to come, grab peanut halves, and fly off, but blue jays were not far behind. My feeder is just 22 by 9 inches, and it's hard for birds to sit along the edge against the windowsill, but I've had as many as 12 jays crowd in to pig out together. We still have a big platform feeder and a small one, both filled with regular sunflower seeds, down in our regular squirrel-proof feeding station. And every day all week, jays have been crowding into all of the feeders, as well as visiting my bird baths and spending time in the trees. I live right under Hawk Ridge, where as of the end of the day yesterday, September 19th, they'd counted 48,523 blue jays, and apparently a lot of them want a lunch break as they pass over. A squirrel jumped in the window feeder two or three times that first day, and once or twice since then, but one taste and it jumps right back out. 
Blue jays and chickadees have not been the only birds to visit the feeder. So far, no other songbirds have stopped at it, probably because they don't want to contend with so many jays. But I have had both an adult female and a young male red-bellied woodpecker coming a few times. If that wasn't good enough, one female flicker showed up this weekend, giving me several fairly good photos right through the window glass. And even better, I've had at least two pileated woodpeckers coming to that window feeder. Both pileateds and flickers are also attracted to ants, which are laced with formic acid. But I didn't expect either to show up for seeds laced with hot peppers. I love how after birding for 46 years, I'm still learning. Fiery feast is expensive, and the birds eating it have big appetites. They went through a $36 bag in just one week. That's a pretty steep price to pay to keep one feeder squirrel-free. But again, after birding for 46 years, I apparently still have a lot to learn. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.